0: Namaste. Jai Shivai. This talk is for uh, all the female Kriya Yogis, female Yogis. A lot of uh, Yogis or Yoginis have uh, those who are holding a female body in this lifetime. They have asked this question that What is fi- brahmacharya? what does Brahmacharya means for female body holders? An atma does not have a gender. Means the real you does not have a gender. Yet we have to work at times within the boundaries of this body that we are holding. This container. Right? If your car can only go up to the speed of 260, then how can you drive at 300? you have to respect the limits of the car or if your car can go beyond 500 then what's the point in not using that ability so understanding the female body and what does brahmacharya means though we are trying to break the limitations but the limitations the kind of limitations that we are trying to break through yoga yoga or meditation or through our spiritual journey is of the mental, emotional and behavioral kind, is of the intellectual kind, okay? Not the physical, (laughs) becoming, you know, walking, attaining moksha does not mean having six pack body, the body may be whichever, whatever. In whichever way it is, does not matter. So, we have to understand the, how the female body works. What are the things that can be done that cannot be done for females, by the females. So, one important thing is that a female pranmaya kosha means female's energy body and female's uh, physical body. Is very much sensitive to the energy. Exactly the same thing, thing happens. This heightened sensitivity of energy is also found in those who have a male bo- body yet the spiritual energy is on the rise in them. In other words when the feminine energy within you rises You become susceptible to other people's energy, other place's energy, energy of just any event, any person, emotional energy, their physical energy, anything. You become highly susceptible to that. In other words, when we say you become highly susceptible to that, that means you hold a very high chance to absorb it. You have good energy. You were doing all your yoga, pranayamas, kriya yoga and this and that. You hold a very good energy and suddenly a person came angry to you or, you know, crying to you, cribbing to you, complaining to you about something, blah, 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 blah. And you absorbed his or her energy. And then suddenly you are feeling very low. You're feeling low, you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed. Now, it's the grief that that person was feeling which you are feeling right now. It's their emotions, which they were feeling and you are feeling right now. So in general, the thumb rule is, for those in whom the feminine energy is on the rise, the thumb rule is, try to avoid such people for some time. See, it's not something that, you know, you are going to do always. I don't avoid such people right now. <laughs> I don't have to, right? But it's the same thing. Like when a child is trying to learn how to walk. A mother may hold his hand. Right? Exactly in the same way. For some time. Just avoid these people. Okay. So this is about energy. Another very important thing is. These. My female yoginis and yogis have asked me. About menstrual cycle. So once a month. Whatever your cycle is. Your uh, 28 day cycle or 25, 20 days, whatever it is for you, 30 days. So once a month, when you are in your periods, okay, when you are going through your menstrual cycle, avoid such people, those who are going to give you, instantly give you a bad energy, avoid such people at that time 100%. Why? Why? female body is much more susceptible of such kind of energy during menstrual cycle so for those 3 days 5 days 7 days whatever number of days it is for you avoid such people any touch with such people avoid touching anybody for that matter except your kids except children okay the children's energy it does not impact us until unless child is of, you know, some some other mindset, some other crazy child you have. Otherwise, children's energy does not impact us. So try to avoid any kind of touch during do, those days. You can do pranayamas at normal speed, easy breathing. No need to put your body through the torture. At that time, why it's already going through its own process, all right? It's in the process of releasing something, releasing an ovum from the body, so it's already in the process. No need to torture it more by doing that kind of yoga asana, which will stress your lower abdomen muscles, okay? May give you a cramp even more. Don't try to do speedy pranayamas at that time because that can also give you a cramp in the stomach it can give you a lower back pain as well if you try to do a lot of pranayamas and lot of asanas so f- because you have to take care of your health from that standpoint don't do strenuous yoga asanas simple sitting And simple pranayamas at normal speed is okay if you want to do. If you don't want to do, that's fine. Just take it easy. Relax. Do the introspection instead. So there is no religious restriction. There is no spiritual restriction. There is no restriction from any other point. When you are walking your spiritual journey during your menstrual cycle there is no religious or spiritual or you know kind of restriction whatever class way you want to classify so there is no restriction like that but one should be mindful of their own body physical body we don't want to harm it right we don't want to harm our physical body we sh- we do not want to harm our energy body because ultimately any damage done to the energy body is going to finally manifest in your physical body it's a very important thing to understand if somebody breaks or blocks or not somebody even just by thinking pattern you know if you constantly start staying in anger then the energy body, the 72,000 nadis that you have, energy channels that you have in your energy body, in your pranmaya kosha, okay? Those energy channels around your heart, those energy channels may create a blockage. And finally, after a few months, after a few years, those, that energy blockage will manifest as a heart attack in your body. So damage first is done to the energy body, then it reflects into the physical body. Until, unless a case like somebody from outside comes and pokes you with something, then that is external. Okay, But into harm usually is done from the inside out, in an inside out manner. Much more harm is done in the inside out ma- manner, less harm is done from outside the kind of life that we are living in the kind of world that we are living it's comfortable easy freedom oriented world so save your energy and another thing another important thing it's not just the menstrual cycle duration or the period that you have to take care of such things it is also the time of ovulation when you are about to ovulate those three four days you will see your energy starts going haywire. It feels just as if you are dispersed wherever. You just it seems it seems like there is no start and no end of me. It's, energy body feels that way. If you are able to perceive your energy body, or physically, you can see see that you may have pain in your lower abdomen in your lower back during the ovulation period. You may go through some mood swings as well during menstrual cycle or during your ovulation period. Okay, So you not only have to take care of these things uh, during the menstrual cycle but during the 2-3 ov- days of ovulation period as well. Okay. If you are able to identify what is your ovulation period. Um, a lot of times females are not even able to identify what is their ovulation period. That means it is not giving you any kind of energy. Much energy change. It is not giving you some kind of a physical pain or torture. So then it's fine. If you don't know, fine. It's okay. If it's not giving you any problem. You go by your life whichever way you want to. You go on with your yoga, your pranayamas, your uh, sadhana your spiritual practice the way you want to, okay? So don't worry. Oh, I don't even know what my days are. When do I ovulate? That's fine. Perfectly fine. The younger the people are, lesser they know about when. The moment you start moving towards the menopause and that's when you start realizing it more when you are ovulating. Those days it becomes, that. at that time, that stage it becomes much more torturous. So much more painful and much more easily identifiable because of the pain. So this is what it is. So there are no religious or, you know, spiritual restrictions from that point of view during the female. But yes, take care of energy, drink a lot of water during uh, the menstrual cycle and ovulation period, drink a lot of water. Why I am saying this is because uh, pranic energy goes down during ovulation and during during menstruation. Pranic energy goes down and the only way to increase your pranic energy instantly is by drinking water. Now here I am not talking about flavored water, tonic water or uh, green teas, black tea or this tea or that flavor or anything. Don't treat the element as a compound. Use the water as an as a pranic element it's a pranic element the moment you make it a convert it into a tea green tea or black brown whichever purple tea or you convert it into some kind of a liquid other flavored water cherry lemon this that whatever so if you are converted converting it into some other drink then it becomes a compound okay so don't equate it Water cannot be equated with any other drinks. So drink a lot of water because not only it's the matter of the pranic energy that is going down and drinking water can help you increase it instantly. Also, the body system is heated up. Body heats up during menstruation and during ovulation. So it helps you calm down the internal temperature of the body. So drink water. And uh, stay away from energy, bad energy people. Keep them at a distance. Try to avoid touching them. And uh, yes, sex should be avoided. Don't go for intercourse during that time. Neither during ovulation nor during uh, your uh, periods. Don't do that. It's, It's not the matter of, so much of a matter of, you know, that it is religiously wrong or morally wrong or anything it's just really bad for your health it's really bad for your body it's really 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 bad for your energy body okay so these are some of the things so do keep keep doing your sadhana at an easy pace or just give some time to rest and relax during those that time just rest and relax Get into meditation. Do some light pranayamas. Don't strain your body. Okay? Don't torture it. We have to keep this body <laughs> going as, as long as possible to complete our spiritual journey, isn't it? So this these are the things that a female having brahmacharya. And it's not so much the physical brahmacharya that matters, whether you are a male or a female. It is actually the mental Brahmacharya. If Brahma is not here, if Paramatma, God, Divine is not here, is not in your mind and emotions, Brahma means Paramatma, God, Divine. Charya means discipline. Right? Day-to-day discipline. Day-to-day routine discipline. So if you are not having a discipline of you know surrender, be living in surrender to Paramatma, to God. If Paramatma is not here in this existence, it's not Brahmacharya. And Paramatma can be remembered. Dhyana, dhyana on Paramatma meditation on Paramatma can be done even when you are in your periods or in your ovulation time duration Anytime Paramatma we are just a, don't think we are just this body We are the soul have no gender Has a permanent stamp from Paramatma or we have we have that permanent connection with Paramatma So it is you who is remembering the Paramatma it is you who is getting into dhyana with parmatma meditation with parmatma it's not your body right so keep this these things in mind and continue your sadhana your practice to whichever level you can okay and try to avoid strenuous things all right namaste jai Shai.